Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yes, oh! All right, it's Monday. It's Monday. You are probably on your morning commute. You could possibly be at work. You could be listening to this completely out of order. (laughs) Maybe it's not Monday. Lots of assumptions here. But we welcome you to part two of episode 186. And I think I'm going to stop this part two shit and just call it a new episode. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, here we are. Shanti... Take us into the topic. So, I have a wonderful book recommendation for all of you people out there. You do not have to be in a romantic relationship for this to be relevant to you. It's called Conscious Loving. It's the journey to co-commitment, a way to be fully together without giving up yourself. It's written by couple... Gay Hendricks and his wife, Kathleen Hendricks. And so they are um, couples therapists and they are a couple themselves. And through their years worth of work together and working with couples, they have created this really, really dope book around conscious loving and being a more awake person in all of your relationships and being co-committed in your relationships. So we've talked about codependency before in the past on the podcast, Um, but I think the context in which we talked about it was, again, around romantic relationships. But what ends up happening is that in romantic relationships, our unresolved shit, our patterns that we have become undeniably apparent because you're in such like a... a Okay. In editing this episode, I just realized this was confusing. Okay? And shout out to sweet baby Antoinette for just holding out and holding on because the way I was just saying words... And not completing my thoughts. That was just a lot. So I'm just cutting in to do my very best. Not to say I won't do the same damn thing. But hopefully do a better job of explaining what Conscious Loving is all about. So Conscious Loving is a book that offers folks the playbook to having more awakened relationships. They begin by first inviting us to really take a look at the quality of our relationships and offering us the possibility to notice if we've been, in fact, sleepwalking. They ask us to take a real look at the dynamics at play, whether they be your romantic friendship, parent-child relationships, because if we're really, really taking a deep inventory we will see if we've been doing and if if we've been participating in the relationships unconsciously a through line of repeated patterns and so they offer some common loops or some common patterns in all of our relationships that act as signals to us that we have in fact been engaged in unconscious relationships versus 
co-committed relationships. So some of the common factors or common instances that come into play when we are in unconscious relationships with others um, are that we criticize and we get criticized frequently or we're in constant arguments where our energy is spent on trying to find somebody to be at fault or where we're constantly pleading to be the victim or agreeing that we're the ones at fault. Some other examples are our arguments recycle with no real resolution. We have difficulty feeling the full range of emotions, especially in front of somebody else and sharing them with somebody else, as well as we have difficulty allowing others to feel their full range. We always kind of want to step in to soothe or to stop, or in fact, we just don't even have the capacity for them to kind of show up as them full selves. Um, We're in relationships where we have secrets. And I found this one to be really, really interesting, um, is we are in the, we are sleepwalking if we find ourselves constantly doing things that we don't actually want to do but we never say anything and so all of those are examples and warning signs like hey you actually aren't in an awakened relationship you actually may be in a co-dependent relationship you're in a co-dependent relationship in which you are enabling each other to reenact and keep alive our shadow selves or our hurt selves or our victimized selves rather than being a co- in a co-committed relationship in which you both get to, to the heart of the issues, right? You both become responsible for your individual growth as people. There are no room for victims. There is no room for a perpetuator you know, or, or, or the person that's always doing the bad thing because both of you are committed to your own growth and you're supporting one another's growth. And the way in which you support each other's growth is that it requires radical honesty. Hey, I see this thing in you or I see this thing in me and it keeps keep coming up in our relationship and we have to find a way to stop it and I'm here to support you and I'm here to allow you to see me completely and fully in your flawed ways it with your shadow self and together we're going to co-create new patterns and new possibilities together so I hope that was a little bit more clear um, as to what that book is about and how important it is, because I think all of us in some ways um, are in unconscious relationships, and all of us have areas in which we could waken a little bit more, and this book is a beautiful, beautiful invitation into doing that with all of the people um, that you're in relationship this particular episode being around friendship. But let's get back to the episode. One, what's your response to all that? Because I just did a whole lot of of talking. But what um, what say you, dear friend? I mean, I definitely feel that some relationships are codependent. Uh, I I hear that, and I, I think that um, a lot of people trauma bond because a lot of people have a have a hard time focusing on the positive, right? So it's easier to come together and go around the circle and talk about everything that's wrong. I see older women do it and they go around the circle and talk about what's aching their body and girl, this hurting me. And you know, like, I just feel like that's something that people do. I, I, I would say that I have been in, or I've had two 
three. I'm adding them up as I go. Wait. <laughs> um, maybe three and one has shifted out of that because we've done some work with our with ourselves. But at least three codependent relationships. The first one with my mother. Um, one relationship, intimate relationship. One was an intimate relationship that tried to turn into a friendship and it just could not be. Um, and then the most significant one is with my mother. Um, and it's very difficult when you're in it to pinpoint it because I feel, at least for me, I'm, I often want to show up for people and I want to help and I want to hold them down. I want to hold them and I want to help, right? And care and love them. And I can't always see when, um, when I'm stuck on a merry-go-round, right? Where, especially when I know the person is struggling with something, the victim gets me and I want to help them if I care about them, definitely. And I think without saying their name, as this time, or not this time last year, but maybe a little bit before, there was someone in my life who struggled with mental health um, quite a bit. And he and I were friends trying, we, we had been intimate and then we tried to be friends. And it just got to a point where I felt like I felt so drained and exhausted and tired. And I didn't feel like anything I was offering the person was helping. And I also didn't feel like they wanted to break any of the patterns. But I also knew that part of me answering them and being in their life was because I wanted to feel useful mm -hmm. and sought after mm -hmm. and loved and so that was my, Your you know, because codependency mm -hmm. isn't just, right. It's like, those are my patterns too, right? Where, oh, well, this person is going to answer if I call though, and they're going to call me mm -hmm. and we're just going to go in this, this cycle, this mm -hmm. circle. In terms of friendships, I don't know. Maybe there was a time when ours was, I'm not sure. What well, I think, I, what do you think I mean by codependence? I just thought that's what I'm, that's what. What do you think I mean by that? Where I think where we're stuck, uh, you're stuck in patterns. Mm -hmm. And you rely on the person to reinforce your pattern. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, you and get you, entangled. You're entangled with them as an entanglement. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you reinforce their patterns. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was a younger version of us, maybe, as we were first, not when we were first hanging out, but I think there was a pattern of like, what was me on my end mm -hmm. when it came to men, when it came to relationships, when it came to all that stuff. And you, I don't know if that was a pattern or if you were just being a good person. I don't know what your pattern would have been, but I know I was stuck in that victim, that place of being a victim at the hands of like people that I loved. Do you, were you in a pattern with me? I think I think I'm not out of my pattern. I think my mm. I think that I think we ha definitely have a pattern and I think the and I'm I'm working to bring it to surface to to definitely pinpoint it, but I think there is a resignation and a withdrawal that I can, again, connect to excitement. I can connect to, um, may, yeah, I guess maybe it's connected. I don't know what the quote-unquote goal thing is, but I can there's a through line in all of that that I can definitely Can you be more feel. specific about that for us? Like re feeling resignation feels like um, you're resigned to something. There's not like this. There's not like this um, resistance. There's not a, a a a push. There's not a pull. It's like oh, you're resigned. 
like the energy is like this you versus play your like position. this versus like this you're not you know so i definitely think that that's something that's coming up in in all of my relationships and i definitely feel it in in our relationship as well um is it that you're resigned to playing a certain role possibly or you're resigned because I, I don't I don't know what you're resigned in. I think that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, maybe it's paying a different role. Maybe it is um it I think it is connected to to knowing what I want and being able to like articulate that and like be clear and be strong in that. I think you're your energy is just more dominant. And I think that's something that I'm used to in general, just with the parents, the mom that I have, that feels like it's it's connected to childhood stuff. I think, yeah, I think that there's there's a lot that I that I'm still learning to name. And I think that that's what the magic in a co-committed relationship is, is that like you start unraveling all of that with somebody that hopefully you can trust and who cares about you so that you guys can kind of like look at the things and be like, oh, I've been doing this, this thing and it's connected to this thing. I've been doing this thing's connected to this thing. And that kind of like helps to make sense or helps to alleviate what can often happen in relationships, which is like projection or um victimhood in the relationship or it like helps make sense of it rather than going to the using the same toolbox of who's right who's wrong you know how, how do i f you're responsible for fixing this thing i'm responsible for fixing this thing versus like all right let's let's look at this shit together and figure it out together and taking responsibility um together she goes they they go on to well, to kind of i'm sorry okay oh, real fast to to i want to respond to that i think i i understand more now and i think that um for me a pattern <clears throat> that i have is when someone does resign i you're right i become very dominant and then i just go i i probably I don't know if I leave a whole lot of space, but I'm just like, all right, this is what needs to happen. And I think that I don't, I don't trust. I don't have a lot of trust in people. And I actually talked about this today on something else. I don't remember which one though, but I don't, I know right now as I no longer want to be a victim and I'm not interested in that. Now I realize that I've shifted into this and I'm not shifted because I've kind of I've been here, but I, because I don't trust and because I'm full of anxiety and I'm an, I'm an anxious kind of person that looks into the future quite a bit mm -hmm. instead of the present, that's, that's from trauma, right? That's from mm -hmm. not feeling mm -hmm. stable mm -hmm. and feeling, you know, not having good footing. Mm -hmm. I, if I don't, if I feel someone is resigned, then I also feel like I can't trust them mm -hmm. to do whatever it is mm -hmm. or to be whatever it is. And so I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And so it does, <laughs> it does reinforce your resignation of, okay, fine. You, you got it. You just bulldozed your way and here we are. And then me just being like, well, I can't trust you because you're resigned. Mm -hmm. And so there, there is that kind of pattern. And like codependency, people hear the word dependent and think like, oh, you're dependent on somebody. And it's not the dependency that we're used to. Mm -mm. Like it's really just that, it's that fueling kind of cyclical. The, the, it's fueling, right. you, you, you're you fueling the pattern other, in the, the other person. right? Rather than being committed to like, oh, because what ends up happening is, yeah, it, 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 cre it creates resentment. It creates mistrust it creates mm -hmm. these patterns come up the you call it the universe whatever there's you're constantly given these opportunities to to correct 
So you keep getting yeah. these pings that come up in the relationship. You feel it in your body. You, you have the sensations. If you and I have a moment and you are triggered in a way, you feel it from your head to toe. It's not. And you feel it on and me. You, we feel it like we both yeah. feel it. But what they're saying is that though that's your choice point, right? That's mm -hmm. the point where if I'm feeling like I'm withhold, if you say something or if you're doing something and my response, I have the choice to withhold or I have the choice to like step into a more honest place with you. If you're upset with me or something happens or this thing is, you're feeling like, yo, I can't trust you. These things are falling through. The mundane uh, occurrences happen. And then we, we, ha we have that minute moment where it's like, all right, I'm going to resign to the pattern. And I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to do this myself. Or I'm going to be like, this is intense. I'm going to back away. Or it's like you do that really hard, scary work of saying, hey, I'm uncomfortable right now. I feel as though. And then you practice that radical honesty to kind of like blow that pattern up into smithereens and then do the work of creating something completely new. It's a completely new pattern. It's a completely new way of being with a person. But that requires um, honesty. That requires the vulnerability, the fumbling, the misinterpretation, and the messy work of, like you said before, our instinct to be like, you ain't do that to, to like, before you can get to that place of like calm and your nervous system is calm enough to like work the thing out, you probably are gonna have to like blame. You're probably gonna have to do the messy shit together before you can get to that co-creation spot. That and that that if you are used to abuse, if you're used to people not showing up for you, if you're used to um yeah if if you're used if you're not in habit of doing that, that's the scariest that's the possibly the scariest shit to ever do if you've been taught since a young age if you say you your needs weren't met when you needed them, it's the scariest shit to tell somebody that you're close to, like, oh, this, this thing is happening. But it's also the point of possibility where you create new wiring that will permeate in all of your other relationships. So you're not like perpetuating this. Um, to me, it feels like dishonesty. It feels like, mm -hmm. it feels like it doesn't feel authentic. You know, you have a mm. you have a possibility of like showing up authentically in yourself and doing it with somebody that you care about, which I don't know. I don't know many friendships and relationships where that I didn't see it in my fucking family. I didn't I didn't see it. I don't always see it in friendships either. I feel like um I feel like a lot of us revert back or we withhold to like protect somebody's feelings or like, you know, um, do the thing that we're used to. Commit. Can I ask you? So when it comes to patterns, right? It, the pattern is not caused by the relationship with the person. That That person just... Um, the relationship is, is something that again is perpetuating the pattern. It's enabling it. It's bringing How light to it. It's bringing light to it. Like if you were, if she gives examples, if you lost, if, if you, if you were abused as a child by men, or this, she gives an example of a, of, of a man who um, was abandoned by his mom at a year, at a early age, and all the women in his life, his aunts, his grandmother, he lost women. They left, they died, they abandoned him. And then when he grew up, he couldn't 
keep close relationships with women. Women would just ghost, like they would leave him. Mm. And what that ends up doing, it's not nec- it, it, it just brings light to the shadow stuff. It brings light to the stuff that you have to, when you are in close relationship or trying to be in close relationship with somebody, it, it's going to bring it up. And bring but light the stuff to it. Is alre- it's there. The stuff already yeah. exists. In- it's already okay. there. So you have. So then, when you're in the codependent relationship, at the end of the day, the the person you two can acknowledge it. So what is the work to break the pattern? Because it's not the other person's job, right? It's the, it, it to the radical honesty is for them to be honest and. With and really it, shine a light on it, with, right? With each and other, like, to be a witness to somebody else doing it and to be like, oh, I do see this pattern in, in us and then make the commitment to stop doing it without being tempted to do the easy stuff of like, I'm a victim, it's your fault, mm-hmm. you, it, rather than the blame game, which I think we are all tempted to do versus being like, oh, shit, this is deep. I'm seeing where your shit is coming from. Hopefully you see where my shit is coming from. And so the trigger is less, uh, it's le- it becomes less personal in a way. It becomes less like volatile, you know? It's less like this person's doing this to me. It's like, no, this person's just playing out their shit, their narrative. You, you're a witness to it. And you have the, the possibility is there for both of you to awaken together and and to hold each other accountable to to stopping this pattern, and that will translate in other in in the pattern being stopped, and not just that relationship, but in their way of I being so. in general. Yeah, I think because again, I don't think it's just that one person that's doing the thing. I know that it's not just you that that happens with. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. You know, I think mm. because I'm the close, I'm very close to you and we work closely. That's where it, it comes up the most. Like it don't come up with <laughs> my cousin as often, right. but it's like, oh, the people that you fuck with is like, then the opportunity comes up to like, oh shit, what is this? What, what is this thing? And how do we help each other awaken to what our things are? Because it's inevitable. You get close to somebody, it's going to come up. It's inescapable. But if you're not being, if you're not doing the work of being honest with that person, then what are you doing with that person? Well, that was my next question. There are, are there friendships where you're not that invested in the person and you allow the pattern to be what it is. The, you're you're comfortable there. Well, then it goes back to your time. What are you doing? Why are you investing your time with with inauthentic things? Like, if that's what you want to do, go ahead. But like, don't you want to feel? Isn't 
aliveness somebody that you're doing a shit with like mm-hmm. i don't know it but it's scary i'm not at that i ain't doing that shit with nobody <laughs> <laughs> What's that? again knowing <laughs> the space between knowing and doing miles apart so let let me ask you some more so are there people in your because with you i feel like there are people in your life where you're like yeah yeah, yeah they're cool there's my people but i'm not it's fine. Like, we don't need to. We don't need to go into each other's patterns and shit because this is not. Of course, I mean, but they're not people person. that I'm like. In, that I'm like. I'm like Say in relationship it. with, in a deep way. Mm. You know, I'm. I'm not in really, and I think that's fine. You can't. I mean, it'll be really draining if every. Are you being authentic with me? I feel like you're projecting your issues with your father on me, mailman. Like, that'll be exhausting. But Not mailman. (laughs) I think that there's people... Yeah. And, like, if... I think the scariest part, if the people that you're closest with, you're not doing that work with, or at least being honest about... What are you perpetuating? Like, what are you doing with yourself? Not just the person, like, but what are what care? And I guess that goes back to care and idea of real care. What is what is this idea of care that we keep talking about? Like, what is the self care that we're doing? I also think you have to know, like, there's some people who are not here for that shit. For sure. You know, like I have people in my life that I care about very deeply and I actually spend quite a bit of time with them. But I know, you know, it's do like, you know, what? Well, do you know what I was about to say? My bad. <laughs> I don't know that you know. If you brought it to their attention, maybe, maybe again, once you know something, if you say something, if you shine that light in that place, they're going to be like. What did you just say to me? I'm able to oftentimes meet people where they're at. And sometimes you can see what people have the capacity for and what mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah, I guess. You know, yeah. and you can, can yeah. so there is space sometimes mm-hmm. to love them. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I'm saying is like, there's levels to friendship. With your and my friendship, I feel like we can have these conversations about our patterns and our codependency. I think in other relationships that I've had or do have currently... I can love somebody down. I can see their patterns. I can see their patterns with me. And I also can know this person does not have the capacity just yet to make any changes or have this light shined on that pattern and our patterns. And so I have to be cognizant enough to know when it's happening and adjust myself within it. Because I I don't think it's realistic to say that in many codependent relationships, um, first of all, most people are not even always aware. And then when when someone does become aware, it does not mean that they're ready mm-hmm. to do any of that work. Mm-hmm. And especially together with someone else. For sure. For sure. Especially, right? I guess, I guess you have to decide what is at risk in your, what's at stake in your soul work. Like if it's... Right. You know, if you find that you're betraying yourself for this person or you're withholding, if you're like, I guess, yeah. If yeah. It, 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 if it's something you can brush off you? and, yeah, if it's something you can brush off. It's like, I actually just had a conversation with a girlfriend of mine who, after after like years of me, the, the, what I'm learning, this is a new skill set that I'm trying to brush up on is knowing when somebody's ready because I used to bulldoze that and just be like this is I see this this is what's happening and it came off as very pushy very know-it-all and it was just it was it was never received well right and years later (laughs) this person is basically regurgitating everything that I've said to them in the past but they're for whatever reason ready and in that moment, I remember thinking like, yo, this is this is really what I said. And I was really happy, but I knew not to say it. You know, mm-hmm. I knew to just hear them and let them arrive where they're at. And I say that because 
I think now we're ready to do this work together. Cause she's, she see we're very similar. That's the problem with us. And she sees stuff in me. And so now we're ready to like take the relationship to the next level of honesty and mm-hmm. closeness. Mm-hmm. But I would not, I, I would not have given up the relationship in the interim between mm-hmm. those two mm-hmm. points. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't want people to walk away from this and think, oh, if I can't do this kind of work with someone, then that relationship isn't valuable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like you said, you have to take an inventory of whether or not you can you can manage it. You know, you can manage yourself. You can manage what's going on. Now, codependency in intimate relationships with somebody that you have sex with, and it, that's a whole... That's a whole, I feel like a whole. I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's the same I thing. Like I, don't, I don't know what the difference is. If you are withholding from your partner, you're withholding from your best friend. No, there's no and it's difference stemming there. from I'm, the same cause. What's the difference? No, there's no difference there. I'm just talking about the level of, um, I think, closeness and being like yeah, intertwined. Higher. Yeah. The stakes feel so much higher. Or it feels more the the it becomes far more apparent much more quickly when you are intimate physically with somebody and in their space and spending time with them like, oh you got yeah. your sh- this you, you got some shit. And I got some shit. Yeah. Far more I would be curious to know like when you actually um can pinpoint because when you, usually when you're in a codependent relationship, you can't, you don't realize it. You're mm-hmm. on the merry-go-round. You're on this, you're in the cycle, and you're just spinning and you're living, and that's that. This is what she and said. So, this is this is what oh, they say. Ahead. It's called the choice point. In this stage, like you, you meet somebody. In this stage, the key choice occurs, which determines whether relationship will become co-committed or will sink into the mire of codependence. We will call the good one choice A. Here's where you are. You have gotten close to another person, and now your problem issues are coming to surface. If you take choice A, you will inquire into the source of these issues, take full responsibility for them, and tell the full truth about them to your partner. You will learn to see and love the previously unloved parts of yourself that are emerging. With the liberated energy from seeing and communicating the truth of your patterns and feelings, you will ride to a newer, higher level of love and intimacy. That's choice A. So she gives an example of a woman who, on her first date with her husband, he had one too many drinks. And her immediate response to that was that it reminded her of her alcoholic father. And again, we all feel it. It's not like this big fucking, you know, um, undeniable. um, It is undeniable, but it's not like this clear thing. It happens in a minute second. It happens really quick with somebody where it's like, oh, this feeling feels really familiar. This like, she probably didn't sit there and be like, this is my father. She didn't make that connection right then, but there was a discomfort and, an, and, a, and, a, and, and something that she didn't feel was right in that moment with him that she had the choice to be like, hey, are, do you like have a drinking problem? Like something about your drinking is making me feel uncomfortable. Is what's going on here? Inquire further and like tell her truth in that moment. But she didn't. She ended up being with him for 20 years fucked her shit up, cheated on her, and she never, until she went to therapy, did she make that, did she, did she really tap into that, where that first moment was where she decided to be like glazed over around what their issues were going to be. And for, I'll just speak for myself. I know in relationships with people, the, the, uh, the, the issue or the the thing that needs to be addressed comes up. You know where it, you you can pinpoint it. You're uh, you're not that dulled over in the relationship. I don't think, right? Like in your shit, you have your moments where you're like, this thing keeps coming up. 
and it's not being addressed fully because either we're not diving in head deep and like really confronting it together or I'm withholding how I really feel about it. Like it, I feel like that's, there's always a choice there and we always like are consciously or unconsciously making the choice. Right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, really? I don't, I don't. Yeah. Oh, I think, yes. Antoinette, you are, I the, just, you are a very feeling, <laughs> perceptive person who is not afraid to share what you are feeling in people. Maybe when it comes to your intimate relationships, you will withhold. But I know you too well to not know that you walk around here like, what? You know, you're very like, oh, this thing keeps Wait. coming up. Pop, I feel this thing. Poop, what am I going to do oh, about yeah. this? Oh, gosh. But but you'll, you'll, you'll be like... I'll be like, what? Finish your statement. I, f- I feel like you could possibly be like, as we all do, I'm going to continue in this pattern and figure out a way to do it without confronting it head on in a way that requires carte blank honesty. I think we all want to protect people. I think we care about people. I think we think that behaviors can change. I think we doubt our own intuition about stuff. Like maybe I'm tripping, maybe I'm anxious, maybe I'm this, maybe I'm that versus being like, hey, I'm feeling this thing. Mm -hmm. And it keeps coming up and I'm aware of it. Are you? What can we do? What about, what if by the time you feel it? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I, that's where I'm trying Cause that's where my question is. It's like sometimes you're on the merry-go-round and you're in the pattern and you look up and it's years later and you're like, Oh, am I in a pattern? Mm-hmm. Then you say it. So how it do you right prevent then. that? Yeah, I don't know if you prevent it. You can't, I don't know when you can oh, say when corny. you wake up, but I think right when this... you feel it, you are responsible to say I'm in a pattern and I don't, I, I don't like mm. this anymore. I think all girl, our patterns have been going since we were, but, since our parents fucked us up. Since uh 96, nigga, our parents parents <laughs> been going. <laughs> Since 86. Shit, my parents was going before they messed me up. Well, this is lifetimes. This is a this is my I'm on my first life cycle of this fucking shit. All right, so what is our vow to one another? Um, I think we have to That's keep silence. having conversations. I think there's I think there's things that we have to, to talk about that aren't on air <laughs> privy to tired of talking to you, bitch. <laughs> the seventy-five people <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> you better cut it out. It is not seventy-five. <laughs> I think it and I cause I think that there I don't think you say it one time. And I think we've been doing the job of it. I think we've been working at it. But I unfortunately I don't think it's just oh one and done. It's like, oh, this thing came up again. This thing is coming up for me. I don't appreciate I don't I got a question though when you keep that's the that's the thing that I'm confused by is that when you keep bringing it up I guess you have to decide on your investment you keep bringing it up you keep bringing things up right like you or me and it doesn't and it continues and it's like well I I get to the point where I'm not bringing it up anymore obviously this is what you're choosing or who you are Mm -hmm. or obvious this is who I am or what I'm choosing. And at this point, I'm not going to not take it personal. At this point, I've made it clear. Mm -hmm. This is how you're, you're choosing to, Mm -hmm. to, to move, Mm -hmm. to exist, to show up. And here we are. That's just what it is. Sometimes like when, when do you accept people like for what they are (laughs) versus, I don't you know. know. I don't know what. I don't know what excavate. Are you talking about us? Or are you talking about like the ex? It, it depends. I'm talking about in general. I'm. T- this is very general. This is. I mean, I've said stuff to my mother. You've said stuff to me. I've said stuff to you about. We've had these hard. We had a mediator <laughs> once, like talk to us about very specific things, and think. I, I'm just saying. What? Where? Where is it when? Is there ever a point where you love somebody so much that you're just like, I think about my mom too. This is who this person is. 
and you say they do not have the capacity to change. The only thing that I can change is me and how I interact and respond with it. Like my mother doesn't have the capacity. I don't know. She is the greatest person. I love her so much, but there are certain things she doesn't have the capacity to um, shift. I'm not in practice of well, this. Bitch, so what I don't was know this podcast on, about? I don't know what's on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> She's like, can I come on? <laughs> I don't know. Tell you when I find out. I don't know. Well, you didn't answer my question. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. This feels like a pattern. (laughs) I'm calling it out right now. (laughs) I don't have an answer to that. I do not know that. I guess. Maybe somebody else will. Can y'all call and let us know what we do? I don't know. Some older woman is listening to this like, shut the fuck up. She like, them niggas ain't never going to change. Them bitches (laughs) ain't never going to change. Get high, have fun do you no. boo? enjoy yourself while you can no but dead ass what is what is our commitment to each other since this is about friendship and since we i think we both know what we just we stated what our things are and i think we both know more specifically what they are what our patterns are so Ooh, what are we I'm saying sorry, blue, blue jet it out she just got her snack boy oh it's 12 o'clock yeah time why am snack. i hearing your voice in all of the areas of my <laughs> Can you please make a fucking commitment to me? (laughs) You're retreating. (laughs) I think I I am committed to continuing just co-creation with you. I don't know what I don't know. I don't I can't guarantee I I haven't done enough work on myself and been honest enough with myself quite yet I think I'm just now exploring a lot of stuff I think I'm committed to sharing that with you and with the trust that you can like be a, a, a space to, to to be a witness to that and I and I trust that the more that I am honest with myself, the more I'm committed to seeing myself and the patterns that I agree to that are not for my highest good or for other people's good that I will make, I I will try to stop. And I won't, um, and I would hope and trust that you could bring them to me and kind of be a witness as well as a partner in unraveling all that stuff and creating new patterns, healthier patterns, patterns that don't feel like they are, are, are encouraging, um, cowering or being small in either one of us. I just, I just want to be brave and courageous with you Whatever that may mean, whatever that may mean, How, I can't guarantee that that's at you? your comfort. I can't guarantee that that's at my comfort. I can't guarantee it's going to be a comfortable thing. But that's what the type of shit that I am saying I would like to do. I'm drop. If when it comes what? time to it, I'm scared <laughs> to do it. I think it's a very scary thing. I'm not in practice of it, but I would like to be in practice. What's the best way to bring it to you? When the if things that's what you're come asking up, of me. But I, what? How? I don't know. I think it's like a conversation that you have, or it's like I say to you, "Hey, I'm noticing this pattern." I'm noticing this pattern. Do I, I do I reassure you first? Hey, I know, da, 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 or I feel, da, 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 I know that. This is not your intention. What is the yeah, approach? I'm, I'm seeing this thing. I think, I think that's not your. If it's something that is triggering, if it's causing you to get entangled in it, and it's causing you to go into, for you to spiral into your shadow stuff, I think your responsibility is to say, um, I don't know. I don't know this. The, the 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 nice way to say it 
I don't know. It doesn't have to be nice. It's the most effective way it's that just you the would most honest it. thing. I think it's just honest. I think it's just the most mm-hmm. honest thing to say. And that's scary because it can be hurtful. That's scary because it can be, it can blow shit up. Like how, I wonder how many conversations Desus and Meryl didn't have. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder how much codependency I, I'm curious as to what unconscious agreements that they made and never mm. what what their shit was, what their patterns were. Mm. I don't that shit just doesn't happen. It happens over a long time. I and I don't want that to happen for us. That's that's the first thing when I saw it. That I swear, I actually thought about us and was like, I would be heartbroken if the way around the way girls, if it, if and when or whatever, when it dissolves or stops or moves on or evolves and we go off and do, if that happens, if if that was the way, yeah. then I it think would we're happen. In complete control of that though, and it's like not both of us. It's not like. I'm going to do it when you do it or I'm going to wait to do it a nice way. I think it's just being honest. And I think, yeah, and and trying to excavate that honesty. I think it's it's not, um, at least for me, it's something that I'm uncovering and figuring out. It's not something I can be like, here, this is this, this, this. I made a graph. This is the spreadsheet of all this stuff. It's like a fumbling that you have to do together with somebody I think my commitment I hate it to you is to I think I get caught up in like I don't have time for the fumble we got shit to do (laughs) honestly I'm being completely honest that is one to be honest that is the biggest issue for me in relationship Mm -hmm. with you is that it makes me go I cannot do that that is not (laughs) how I'm built at all so yeah I think that that's definitely something that we (laughs) navigate where I'm like wow there's I just again time I maybe I think I'm living in the in the future maybe or I have very high expectations for us for myself and so yeah I it's something that I don't even know where to start on how to shift. I'll be completely honest, how to shift that approach of like, okay, we know what it is. We know what we got to do. Let's do it. Go now. I mean, this is getting longer. And again, I don't want to have this. No, this is about to be done. On the air, but no, we're not having a hard time. I'm not getting specific. I I promise you, I'm not. I, I promise you, I'm not. I'm just telling you what I'm committed to is that, and, and I'm divulging something about myself. Like, the immediacy behind the things that I do is oftentimes you think like that productivity thing that that I have in me is not just because I want to, you know, I'm, I'm driven. It's because I'm scared shitless and because it's, it's, it's also deeply rooted in that it's deeply rooted in discipline. Right. And, and being kind of, um, bred for this Mm. this type of approach Mm. but it's also the other thing so when there is that push I think it's important for you to know that know what that's rooted in Mm -hmm. and um and then when I don't feel the immediacy on the other end I'm even more scared Mm -hmm. terrified at that point if you're a therapist please give us a call to walk (laughs) us through a therapy (laughs) session because no, Y'all but I, I'm serious. First. My my commitment to you is to is to do my best to I guess slow down, um, allow space, and to be honest and to to recognize when I'm moving from fear mm. or from anxiety or from you know, and all the other buzzwords. And white supremacy. <laughs> you know what? Patriarchy. 
<laughs> that shit. Capitalism. Capitalism <laughs> is probably the biggest thing. But yes. You think I moved from a place of capitalism? I, I a think monster. It's in our bunk. I think everybody does. You, you are a liar if you don't. Well, anyway, that's my commitment. I don't know. I have to come up with a better commitment, but maybe. But yeah, bitch, I'll be honest. You better get ready. <laughs> yes, we both do. Because it's annoying. Honesty is? It can't, you get annoyed with me sometimes. Yes. If I'm like, hey, hi. Hey, those texts. Well, I don't, again, I don't know if that's you being honest or if you are moving from a place of this other energy that, that is, that has nothing Mm. to do with us. I don't know. And I think that that is something that I'm scared for in our relationship is that our bond and our foundation is now fueled and dependent on this trajectory together that I don't have the same energy that you have about it like I can't and I'm not even explaining that correctly but like I don't want that to be my meat and potatoes with you is like Mm -hmm. that because that leaves no space for me because that's not how who I am and you will, you, it won't be good for either one of us. It's not like a co-creation. It's like me resigning to like, oh, in order for me to be close with Antoinette, I have to like be at this pace with her because I, more than anything, I want to be close with her. So let me like speed up because if I don't speed up, then that possibility of closeness is like not there. Oh, you've never said that to me ever. <laughs> We're having fucking breakthroughs. Also, it might be the end of the podcast. Can we? <laughs> fear, 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 fear. But I'm managing it. Woo! Radical honesty. <sighs> fear, fear. She's ending the podcast. Oh my God, no, she doesn't want to that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm being crazy. I'm letting you know. We're going to work it out. Everything's fine. Okay, this episode's over. <laughs> hanger. Talk about a season. <laughs> that should be a season finale. Y'all can get back to us. Come... <laughs> October, the downloads <laughs> would be crazy for that. Did you hear the last season of Around the Way Girls? <laughs> what? All 75 of them, right? <laughs> Fuck out of here. All right, we're working it out. You see, this shit is annoying. And sometimes you go around in circles and the other person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about, vice versa. Then somehow you land on more fear. So <laughs> keep talking. I won't be able to go to sleep now. <sighs> Girl, me neither. I'm, I'm done talking to y'all. So, Shanti, this was a great um, topic. Keep reading your book. Keep putting me on and helping me. Listen, y'all, get this. I don't know. These white people, <laughs> I know they having good sex. That's all I know. They fucking... They... All I know <laughs> is just because they wrote it don't mean they practicing it. Again, no, I feel the like space the way between... Gay, the way Gay and Kathleen wrote this motherfucking book. <laughs> it is dense. And they, this is a Bible, as a matter of fact. Y'all need to get on that out all right all right well thank you for this everyone this is what radical honesty looks (laughs) like i'm serious and also just like sometimes you just i don't know just be out lost in the ocean and then you need you gotta find the shore i I feel like we found the shore i feel like we find the shore together that's what it is i feel like i didn't say we weren't together i think there's a medium and I always go to the polars. It's in or out. And I think there's the So medium. right now we're floating, holding hands. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> we like L. We like 11 right now, nigga. We, we going to the, our past we lives. We're going in the future. <laughs> we try- <laughs> it's baby internet. Or we're, we're Rose and Jack. And no. one of us is about to die. <laughs> Because only one person can get no. on that goddamn wooden board uh, or door or whatever that was. That was dumb. There was no reason why he didn't try harder on that. That was dumb. It was going to sink, Shanti. They could have tried harder. They could have switched. I would have been like, all right. Your turn. One right? minute, one minute. <laughs> right, we going in and out. They didn't use their brain. Do your best. Anyway, all right. You're loved. We'll work it out. Maybe we'll be back next week <laughs> if Shanti doesn't <laughs> end the podcast. 
That'll be a running joke. All right. And with that, we are out. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out. Curly. Yeah. <laughs> Very good.